Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show is absolutely incredible. Or anime. And under this mask is another mask. (laughs) (laughs) You can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts, and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Want to know what it takes to make a million bucks? Check out My First Million. Every week, we dive into different business opportunities and explain how to pounce on them. From one-man online operations to brick-and-mortar strategies, we cover it all. So whether it's your first million followers or dollars, start getting inspired with My First Million wherever you get your podcasts. In this life, one thing counts in the bank. Large amounts. I'm afraid these don't grow on trees. You got to pick a pocket or two. You got to pick a pocket or two, boys. You got to pick a pocket or two. Large amounts don't grow on trees. You got to pick a pocket or two. Let's show everyone how to do it, my dear. Why should we break our backs stupidly paying tax? Better get some untaxed income. Better pick a pocket or two. You gotta pick a pocket or two, boys. You gotta pick a pocket or two. Welcome to Free State, everybody. It is uh, another Free State where we are talking about what has been happening in our national broadcaster (laughs) since we last talked about what was happening in our national broadcaster. Unfortunately, because of the issues involved, Joe Brawley has decided to recuse himself from the podcast. That's right. No, he hasn't. He's right uh, here. We're here to discuss Noel Kelly Media. A.K.A. R.T. I see a, a statement has just come in from Ryan Tuberty. <laughs> Will I read this? Read this. Has it really? My heart is broken in tiny pieces. I have <laughs> devoted my life to the children of Ireland. Brackets, excluding Northern Ireland. Close brackets. <laughs> <laughs> and my heart breaks for their hearts, which are also breaking. I can only begin to imagine the consequences for their children's children. I also want to extend my sympathies and solidarity to the Reynolds family. Brackets, can I just say that the new Reynolds capture, which suddenly appeared in my garage yesterday, has given me a passion for life and an extraordinary electric range of 295 kilometres on just a single charge. Close brackets. Finally, to my soulmate, Noel Kelly, I know you will be with me as I pick up the tiny pieces of my heart and begin the process of rebuilding it for 15%. 
leaving no money trail next time, you idiot. Statement ends. It isn't. It isn't far off. It's very close. It's very. It's very close to. It it's is, awful. It's just. It's it, just. It's just the avalanche of bullshit. Yeah, it's it's a fucking well, avalanche like RTE statements and statements from well, like D Forbes bullshit, 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 bullshit. Honor, deeply committed, bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. Immensely proud, ill health, wellness. Unfortunately, I have no further comment at this time. Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. Well, like restore this trust. Well, we've had restore we've, the trust of the great Irish public and get back to doing what I love to do. Well, you know, he with did my say, whole soul. He did say, well, his soul. He mentioned soul, I think, three times at least during the uh, during the podcast. Um, and I, I would say that you know, he did, he did, he did end his uh, his one of his appearances by saying he wanted to thank his family for their ongoing loyalty. That's fair enough. This is Ryan Tuberty and the good people of Ireland who have been kind to me in the past three weeks. I will never forget that kindness. I mean, now, it, I, I did, he's, he's, I didn't know I was in a, I was in a. Is in a, a, a deli in in Dorky this afternoon before I came in here, and I want to just tell you that you know, a picture uh, there was a poster beside behind the checkout that said that money was just resting in my barter account. So I thought yeah. they've lost Dorky. They've lost. Dorky. They've lost Dorky, which is uh, those accounts were just resting in my those, account. Those accounts were just resting in my account. I mean, it's but like, like the extraordinary thing about this is we've had we've had all these appearances. Ryan Tuberty and Noel Kelly. We had Declan McBennett on GA Go, and all 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 other executives in and the GA and everybody in in a, in a shambles of a committee really. And then we had the RTE executives, and we might come back to the GA Go one because it was sort of separate as the other two. But the thing that's extraordinary about all these appearances is that a story, none, none of the stories can kind of, some of them don't even stand up to scrutiny over the course of the day, but anything that, anything, any story, any narrative that is in place at the end of one day immediately unravels by the beginning of the next day. And then, and then what you see is the, the victimhood that comes with this sense of entitlement, you know, so like Boris Johnson or D Forbes or Geraldine O'Leary or Breda O'Keefe, you know, the automatic reaction, Ryan Tuberty, Noel Kelly, when these people are finally caught out is poor me, it's everyone else's fault. You know, they immediately lash out and blame everyone else and it causes them no embarrassment. And the reason it causes them no embarrassment is because they believe themselves to be above us. I mean, like, you imagine... Could you imagine, like, I just imagine my father, like, if I had said, <laughs> if I had said, you know, to, to Peter Fitzpatrick, who was grilling me, Peter from Louth. Uh, grilling know, from would, Louth be, would Louth, be a, you know, a stretch. I love your county very much, by the way. I love Louth. I mean, who the fuck loves Louth? Not even people from Louth love Louth. You know, oh, I love you. I would have said, like, seriously, Mr. Tuberty. This is an adult forum. Well, you, you know, see, please pass me the the, bu the vomit bucket. And he's like, oh, <laughs> we both want to say how much we respect the Oroctus. I mean, well, oh, oh, like it, 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 it's, it's, it typifies that golden circle who believe that other people are beneath the arrogance and the condescension. I mean, well, you see, I don't know if that, I don't know if that's the reason for all of it, and I think. I think it's possible to think this is. I agree with an awful lot of what you're saying. Was also being. I can understand why people, 
in that position feel under a huge amount of stress and duress and feel that they're they're you know they're they're suffering a lot i think at the same time if you say that once say it once i thought like what kind of counted against ryan tuberty in in that appearance was any time anyone mentioned what he was going through he jumped in to kind of you know, underline the point. Yes, I'm really, I really am going through a lot. Now that's that's fine. But what I would say in terms of and that, they're all sick now. They won't come back. You know, they're all they're all you know <laughs> resigning immediately. You know, to to concentrate on my family who I love and you know look after my own mental but you see, mental well being. But you see, I think you know, and it's and it, it, like Joe, it, it this, is insulting. And Joe, we've, come, this, we've come to accept this crap in our but society. But you see, this is this is the key point in this. And you, and and the first podcast we talked about this as well, going beyond the person personalities and going beyond is about what RT is for but it's also about what RT has become because when you say I think Ryan Tuberty saying I love your county actually gets to the heart of the problem in some ways because I saw uh, Fintan Drury who's a friend of mine on primetime talking about uh, how RT were paying Ryan Tuberty their salary because he was an entertainer right I actually agree with that point Right. That's what they were paying him to do. But they didn't get an entertainer. They got somebody who actually talked like he was kind of Ireland's viceroy. You know, he saw himself. And the reason he talked, you were actually, I I think this is a kind of, (laughs) they actually paid Ryan Tuberty and lots of other people too much money for them to be any good at their job. Because if you were actually an entertainer, or if you are a kind of artist in any way, you have to be kind of sideways on with the with the place you are actually. Yeah. You have to be subversive in you some way. You can't. Yeah. You have essentially, to, essentially, what happened was RT became populated by brands, and as, yeah. Noel, as Noel Kelly said at the pack, he said, "I see people as brands." That's yeah. what he said. But he also, but also, Ryan Tuberty was paid so much money that he felt he had to kind of like represent. The, you know Ireland, like he had to kind of, you know, I'm going to do here. I'm going to, well, I mean, I, I, you know, I, I, I have to be an ambassador for Ireland, which isn't actually, like that is shouldn't be. You and we talked about it the last time. You look at what Tommy Tiernan's show has become. You look at what the Late Late Show was under. We want to go back over what we said. But you look at the Late Late Show was under Gay Byrne, and it was something that challenged the orthodoxies of the country, yeah. and that is what. Is harder to do in some ways when you're actually paid a huge amount of money out of the public purse. Well, I think also that you know it's it's s- symptomatic of the golden circle in Ireland. You know, Fine Fáil, Fine Gael, all those connections that Tuberty, that all these people have. Coveney, you know, he has resigned now as well. The director of strategy, he's been there since 2011, so he knows where all the bodies are buried. He, 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 he had the brave vision for Toy Show the Musical. Yeah, well, he also had the brave vision to not appear before the pack again. You know, Moya Doherty, who's like some sort of ghastly Dana, you know, sort of glowing above us, you know. She's uh, very good at that. Condescending and shimmering, shimmering with piety. You know, oh, the little people beneath me, of course, I can say, no, ooh. And I mean, it's 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 nauseating. I mean, and, and you know, Brito O'Keefe, for example, I mean, Brito O'Keefe, the, the, the ex-chief financial officer, who came in and played a blinder the first day. Oh, we were wowed. She you know, wowed I was, everyone. I was not aware that any guarantee had been issued for this. It's absolutely outrageous. Until I heard about it last week in media reports. And then, of course, Noel Kelly, 
good old loyal Noel, he produces the email trail with Breda, which shows that Breda herself <laughs> personally emailed him to say, we can provide you with a side letter to underwrite this fee for the duration of the contract. And now, having played a stormer the first day, she then uh, she then retreats from the field. She and couldn't make it, but no, but and she doesn't turn up the second. Well, day. she she didn't turn up, but then she was uh, she was texting she was texting into correct uh, correct you know mistakes she felt were being made during evidence. So, we you know we have to accept that she couldn't make it, but she was also there to uh, she was able to see whatever was going on at that point and and text in, and I think the thing that we you kind of. It, again, it does point to the to this question of what are you really? What is RT for? Because when you say, like, <laughs> I thought Noel Kelly, like he he talked about talent and he talked about brands, and I did, I I was struck, and I was I was disappointed nobody picked up on this. He said, you know, he said it in the committee, he said, you know, how much he liked developing talent, and he saw talent in lots of places, which is which was fine, which is true. He said, talent to me is the person behind reception. Like today, the people who make us feel welcome when we come in. That is a talent. It is the camera people, the floor people. Talent to me is not a rock god. It is not a singer or Tom Cruise or stuff. Now, somebody should have asked him how many, uh, how many receptionists he has on his, on his books, how many people, how many camera people he has on his books, because I think he has, you know, he, the people he has on his books aren't that kind of talent. But I think that the, the point about this is how RTE has become so many, has has lost a sight. Grubby, of, I'll tell you, has lost sight a grubby of what, cartel. The lost sight of what 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 they what they are still shielding well, that's, behind that's this obvious. public service that, program. That, that's obvious. I mean, in two thousand sixteen, D Forbes and Patrick Coveney, Rory Coveney's brother, were on the commercial board of Munster Rugby. That was sponsored by Kerry's Reynolds, who became involved in the the Ryan Tuberty deal. By 2019, Garrett Tuberty Ryan's brother was the commercial head of Munster Rugby. Then he went on to become the commercial head of the IRFU. And D Forbes became the director general of RTE. And once you had a situation, once you had a situation where Noel Kelly was collaborating with the RTE Top Brass, you had a black fund which was guaranteeing luxurious lifestyles for the top brass in RTE. You know, 138,000 for, 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 for travel for six people to the World Cup, the Rugby World Cup. 111,000 for 10-year tickets from guess who? From guess who? Garrett Tuberty at the IRFU. For, the for IRFU, anyway. Yeah, for the IRFU. And now you have a situation where Noel Kelly clients all all over the last fortnight on RT have been covering Noel Kelly clients. I mean, and RT is hopelessly compromised. I mean, the the, the, the RT had a story on their own website. No doubt they were very proud of it. We have given the green light to presenters in the Noel Kelly stable to cover Noel Kelly and Ryan Tuberty's Toronto's hearing. And the control that Noel Kelly exercises over RT cannot be overstated. And so when you hear supportive voices for Ryan, like Joe Duffy, Noel Kelly client, Dave Fenning, Noel Kelly client, 
you know, you hear, I mean, at one stage there was a panel on last week and three of the panellists were Noel Kelly clients. And what's been happening now over the last fortnight is this, the, the sheer extent, you know, and the, 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 the breadth of this. I mean, Duran Garahi, who I had never heard of before this, she's described as, a, as one of the talent. And Duran Garahi doing advertisements for Oats, for Flahavan's Oats, in RTE, with with R, you know with RTE studio in the background, two FM parties, RTE parties being held on boats owned by her family. I mean, this is just a merry-go-round of money that's hoovered to the top. It goes around and around, and the people beneath the hard-working people in RTE, fuck them. Well, you see, it, it also was justified. This, this, in in some ways, you can see how an ideal gets when when people feel self righteous about something, they feel that they're 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 almost a public servant remit is to kind of hoover up as much commercial revenue as possible. Now, the Darren Gary and all this kind of these these deals that are and then <laughs> and then spend it, <laughs> and then spend it on keeping on yourselves, on, well, yeah, on keeping flip this kind of uh, self fulfilling pr- you know prophecy or self fulfilling fantasy that I must spend money to keep these clients. Uh, and this is what I do. And like you saw, the, uh, well, it's Geraldine it's, O'Leary it's saying that, that I brought this revenue, I brought this much revenue into RTE while I was there. RTE, the actual brand, brought that in. It's got monopoly power you know, almost. Uh, yeah, it's got, it's got, the people have got, we talked about it, and the people have nowhere else to go. And again, with a lot of these things, you ask, like, you know, Noel, Kelly, pro- Noel Kelly made this point, like all these, all these brands, which are now all tarnished, all these brands... Existed without any, without you know, to a huge degree, the Late Late Show, RT itself, without this, without this talent. See, without what, this. what has happened with it is this: quite simply, they've been completely compromised RT by their relationship with Noel Kelly. Once they'd forged a relationship involving secret off the books payments, sponsorship deals, a culture of corruption was embedded. RT schedules became dominated by overpriced Noel Kelly stars. The market was rigged. And what RT became, so if you think of this cartel the way it operates, so you're an Noel Kelly client, the Dermot Bannons, all the rest of them, right? the Claire Burns, Joanne Cantwell, etc., etc. She's not on his books. She is. The point is this, that you're then, you're then in a very, very strong position in RT. The Late Late Show, to get on The Late Late Show, The Late Late Show essentially becomes an advertiser. You come on there if you're selling a book, if you're selling a product. Ryan will have you on there if you're part of the golden circle of Noel Kelly. And also, if you're selling something, you know, The Toy Show was essentially, essentially a marketing venture for toy making, toy manufacturers, etc. And so, you know, RT became essentially a promo, an advertising agency. And it was run by the few for the few. And if you were outside that circle, well, you were outside that circle. I mean, as uh, as uh, the, the the judge said in Dublin when he refused to fine people, I think it was 120 people, he refused to fine them the full amount for the failure to pay the TV license, he said. I will go no further than these remarks. I must say these freeloaders in RT who receive cars, branded cars, free gratis, spouses of RT white and down and partake of events at the expense of RT and others lavish with such generosity 
ought to pay back to the organisation the euro equivalent of the benefit they receive to help this financially strapped semi-state body. Also, those personalities and senior executives who received unconscionable sums of money should reflect on their position and do the right thing. It saddens me that those before this court who are crippled with the cost of living have to swallow this unpalatable pill of the licence fee when they see that such a source of income is squandered and abused. And then in Cavan, the district court judge threw out 20 cases against people who'd failed to pay their TV licence. He said, in light of recent shenanigans at RTE, I cannot in good conscience impose a fine on these people. I mean... Well, meals at Marco Pierre restaurant in Dublin. Well, yeah. Oh, can I? Can oh. I? There's a, there's an important point to make there as well, and this was a point made by Declan Lynch in a piece in the Sunday Independent, where he said that uh, he noticed in a that, that has been reporting of this that uh, Kelly's no Kelly's company Century Merchandising Services uh, CMS Marketing, which is part of that CMS Marketing company, has a portfolio of corporate clients including Paddy Power. Uh, and he wrote that uh, though it has not been mentioned in the current round of shenanigans in 2018 there was a peculiar case of Tuberty's radio show show being broadcast from the Cheltenham Festival courtesy of our friends at Paddy Power you could say that Paddy Power had become the official betting partner of the Ryan Tuberty show yeah they just could do what they like they could do what they but anyway Artie felt obliged to issue a statement that this not could be defined as advertising this was in response to accusations that they should have declared that Paddy Power was paying for all this fun. This is Declan Lynch's piece, suggesting a certain lack of rigour in relation to our old friend, the public service remit, because they had quizzed for a trip to Cheltenham, interview with Paddy Power himself. Now, the interesting point about this, when you talk about people being on the inside and being on the outside, and Paddy Power entitled to do all that, he said, around that time, a book was coming out called Tony 10, which Declan had co-written with a man called Tony O'Reilly, not the Tony O'Reilly, another Tony O'Reilly, who, uh, as Declan puts it, this was this, it, this book was the story of the manager of the post office in Gorey, County Wicklow, who had stolen £1.7 to fund his addiction to online gambling with our friends at Paddy Power, Declan puts it in quotes. Yeah. I should know because I wrote that book. In the weeks prior to publication, we were even under, under the impression that Tony would be telling his story on The Late Late Show which publishers still regard as the ultimate destination. Such was the interest in Tony 10, we were having to turn away the likes of Marion Finucane, a truly bizarre state of affairs. We didn't invent this horrible system, but having gone along with the prevailing wisdom and submitted ourselves to the tender mercies of the, uh, tender mercies of the late late, they eventually decided to pass on this story which for weeks had virtually the entire Irish journalistic community battering down, the, the down bo- our the, doors. The bottom line was this. The, the, the late late show turned it down and they turned him down because it was an attack on Paddy Power and the horrific sort of consequences of problem gambling. Well, the Late Late Show would probably say there are lots of reasons why they No, there aren't lots of reasons. He wasn't getting on simple. He wasn't on message. He wasn't part of the cartel. He wasn't getting on. I mean, I've been told by a very senior person in RTE that on a number of occasions I've been suggested to come on some of the primetime shows, and it's been turned down. No, no, because I'm off message. But that's precisely what happens in this corrupt sort of cartel. And then eventually, people like Ryan Tuberty and Noel Kelly come to believe, because this has happened over the last decade, and there's nothing to dissuade them of the notion, that they, that they run RTE, that in essence, they are in control. 
I mean, if if I mean, their their evidence was absolutely risible. I mean, Tuberty said, for example, and they they stuck to these sort of paper thin stories, right? I challenge Ryan, come into the podcast. We will give you a very fair forensic scrutiny. Come in and talk to us about this, and we'll see if we can get to the bottom of it. But a crucial part of their story was that there was nothing secret about the Reynold deal. I mean, didn't we? Didn't didn't Ryan actually do a gig for Reynold? I mean, it was public. Yeah. How could anybody believe that? I mean, the invoices were deliberately anonymized. Kelly and RT. Don't put any names on the invoice. Do not mention Ryan Tuberty. Make it out to a UK company that Noel Kelly claims he'd never even heard of. Making it out to a company that he's never even heard of. I mean, it sounds like a diesel launderer wouldn't be at this. And that he had no reason to believe was connected to RTE. Oh, I didn't think it had anything to do with RTE. We know that's untrue. Because in the evidence, the most recent evidence in the pact, they said Noel Kelly was banging down the door to get the last two payments of 75 grand apiece, plus his cut on top of that. Then falsely described the work as consultancy fees. Was Ryan Tuberty a consultant now? What sort, what, sort of, what sort of a consultant is he? And then rooted it through a company that Noel Kelly owned, but not Noel Kelly Management. They rooted it through a different company, CMS, keep it quiet, keep it away from the books, say nothing, redact the names. And I mean, this, this, I suppose the pity of it was that this wasn't sort of subjected to the blistering cross-examination that you would expect in a criminal courtroom. There was very, but, there was but if the guards are going to do their business properly, this will end up in the courtroom. I mean, and, and, and you know all this stuff about, oh, you know, Ryan's one of the most trusted men in Ireland. By whom? By advertisers, but what you know? What's what's his relationship with you? Apart from the fact that he that he goes on the telly, has superficial interviews with people who are selling stuff, you know, um, and has occupied this prime spot and has become virtually unassailable. What do you mean? What's his relationship? What's his relationship? His real relationship with the country? Yeah. You well, know. again, I think that comes back to in some ways, I, I whether. It's by inclination as well. I think it's it's this sense of being being the kind of uh, uh, the face of, of of official Ireland, being somebody who just has this role where you're actually almost design. You are almost <laughs> you have to kind of pr- you feel you you're obligated to promote uh, the company because you know Ryan Tuberty can't. And this this isn't tr- this is true of lots of people. I think in RTE, who you kind of think, well, actually, they could be a lot better if they were. Nobody, they're not going to suggest this. You know, you never, never, you never say, okay, I'll be a better broadcaster if I was paid a quarter of the money. But they, they would be. Well, well let's, because, let's because, set that aside. Let's set that aside. The problem is that there is no opportunity in RTE. That's the problem. Yeah. That's the essential problem. People who aren't part of that golden circle, you're not getting a shot. You're not going to be there. We see this is right? this because is... what they do, and particularly once they once they get into all this stuff, once they're running it in this way, you know, it's like any big corporation that's turned septic. Once they're running it in this way, they have to be careful about who they let in. But you see, I, so I they, think... can, they can monitor but that. Joe, they yeah. can monitor that very carefully with Noel Kelly, who's a long-standing partner of RTE, mm. you know, whose agency does consultancy work for RTE of some sort. Yeah. I mean, and I mean, like, simple stuff. Their case was, we did not know this money was coming from RTE, right? Mm. Okay? 
The evidence at the pack on Thursday was Noel Kelly was banging down the door for the next two payments of 75 grand. Why was he banging down RT's door? They said, that's untrue. Lynch said, that's not true. They were banging down the door. Yeah. And, I mean, and Kelly already... was asked, for example, Kelly was asked, what, what percentage did you get for the Reynolds arrangement? Okay. So he's not disclosing what he got, but it could be anywhere from 15 to 35% because the overall fee that RT were charged was about 257000 Okay. With Tuberty getting 150000 of that. Question, did you benefit financially? That's not relevant. I'm going to ask you again, did you benefit financially? Kelly says that's not one of the issues and refused to answer the question. Mm. You know, and it's the, it's the contempt that they have. The, the, and I suppose what you have to do then, I suppose they circle the wagons, they do their best, they put out a paper-thin statement. Ryan comes on and tells us that, although, you know, although I got a, an enormous salary, it doesn't affect my soul. Oh, 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 little children are just, oh, they're all crying. And oh, 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 oh. I thought he was going to fucking burst out crying. And I honestly would have gone down there myself and gone into that room and slapped him in the face. You see, I mean, uh, yeah. and this stuff is shoveled out. And then you get these commentators, right? It's like, Oh, you know, I thought he was quite genuine in there. I think, you know, I think that he was quite genuine. And you've got this completely superficial analysis of it all, you know. And in fairness, in fairness to Fenton O'Toole, and, you know, Fenton's a very clever guy, forensically, very clever. Brackets, he just knows fuck all about the North. This is, Close brackets. You, the third time recently you've praised <laughs> Fenton O'Toole. This is I, the goal I, of this it, podcast has to get, get Joe praised <laughs> But anyway, Fenton O'Toole absolutely nailed it in his column in the Irish Times um, about this. You know, and he said, you know, in the end, <laughs> Tumberty resorted to the Father Ted defence. You know, that money was just resting in my account. Oh, you know, I didn't know that money came from RTE. You could have blown me over with a feather, knocked me over with a feather when I heard that money came from RTE that Noel Kelly was banging down RTE's door to get. All right? And, you know... I wondered why I never had to do those six engagements that I thought I had to do for Reynold. That was, I was mystified by that, you know. But now that all this has come to light, I might have to give that money back. <laughs> or do the six gigs. Or, or do the six non-existent gigs. Those would be good that, shows. That Reynold doesn't know anything about. They, they would be good shows if he showed would this up. Be a good time, would this be a good time? <laughs> would this be a good time to say, to say that Ryan is driving a brand new Reddit Capture, which has given him a passion for life. It's an extraordinary electric range of 295 kilometres on just a single charge. Is this, oh, it would be a good time to say that. That's very good. We're doing, you know, we're Reddit, we <laughs> are we do, available. Can we do we a competition are, time? We are, we are unattached to the public purse, so yeah. just to say yeah. that we are available. Yeah, and that's the, another thing process. too. You know, this tawdry competition times. I cannot have that. And you know, it's all the same. No, competition time. You know, Which famous Gaelic football county has lost six All-Ireland finals since 2012? Is it A, Mayo, B, Hellman's Mayonnaise, C, May Old Acquaintance Be Forgot, or D, Mayday? Text three euro, no ISIS or Northern Nurse. <laughs> 
Prize, prize, one night's bed and breakfast, brackets, breakfast not included, midweek nights only, Sunday not included, nor is Friday or Saturday, no Northerners or ISIS. See, I, I think it's interesting what you say about people um, falling for the performance because I think I think it was it was it was genuine up to a point, but actually what it showed was that there was a kind of I said I said to somebody that it missed lacked another dimension. Tom Brady's performance, I said, yeah, he lacks a second dimension, let alone a third or a fourth. But I I interviewed him, and, and you know I. I, I I know him and I've interviewed him and I think that struck me when I interviewed him, which for my old podcast, uh, Unfiltered, was how he was after the interview when he worked the office and he went in and he met everybody. It's a, polit- and he, it's a politician. politician. And yeah. he is a politician. And he kissed and, the babies if they're there. And he, it was incredible. Like he, it was just an extraordinary uh, performance of just kind of making sure that, and you could even see it, you could see it a little bit in the Oireachtas, making sure that he left that mm-hmm. building with everybody liking him. But it's the trans, you know? but it's, but, but, it, but, there but, was, it's the, but it's nothing deeper than that. It's no. The, it's the transparency of their behavior. I mean, I love, I love your county, by the yeah. way. Yeah, yeah, I know. Oh, no, no, I know. Like, and was, but, you but the thing I always remember, and I, 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 I mean, always, you know how much respect we have for the Oireachtas. I always remember being struck by it. Sugary poems read out in, by the Rose of Tralee. He was know? in the wrong business. I remember, I remember Leo Faradkar came in to be interviewed about two weeks later and Leo couldn't do any of that stuff. Leo went into the office to meet people. <laughs> it, it, it was kind of endearing. Yeah, it, kind of it was kind of endearing, you know what I mean? That he couldn't mm. actually do this plumosing that is meant to be second nature in your business. But he was far worse at it, certainly, than than Tuberty. But the other thing I think, and I think this is this goes back to that point about how what Artie has become, like there is a term called Hanlon's razor, which is that Never attribute to malice that which is adequately explained by stupidity. And I think in some ways, RTE, there are obviously elements in this story in particular where you think, right, there is there is, is something going on and there is collusion going on. But there is in general what has happened. I mean, you see it throughout this story and throughout RTE is just a failure really for anybody to do their job well. Yeah, but you that's, know it that's is, because, that's because... Once the cartel is established and it becomes cosy, right, and this small grouping controls RTE, okay, then, then all of the normal structures of discipline, monitoring, supervising go out the window. And so what you have here is people keeping their mouths shut, saying nothing, you know, then as soon as they're rumbled, they try to put a face on it. Then they then they start resigning one after the other. You know, as the whole thing starts to collapse, they become ill. They're not able to be there. You know, I mean, Tuberty and and Noel Kelly have made a show out of themselves. I mean, Alan Dillon from Mayo, the 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 the, the Mayo forward, um, uh, and very famous forward. He said um, he asked. I thought he was good. You know, because he asks short questions and he listens to the answer. He said, is there not collusion here in operation between RT and Noel Kelly? And he asked Paula Mullooly, who's the RT head of legals. And she said, yes, there is definitely misleading and a lack of transparency. And Adrian Lynch said, look, Ryan Tuberty doesn't owe another six events to anybody because nobody ever signed up for another six events. He's desperate to do those events. Just let him out there. He wants to do them. He wants to do them because he knows that Reynolds' heart will be broken in tiny little pieces. (laughs) And 
I just, it's just a soul. It's just a soul. The children of Ireland will be upset if the toy man. Don't don't mention the children. No, please, don't mention it. I can't take any more. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Want to know what it takes to make a million bucks? Check out My First Million. Every week we dive into different business opportunities and explain how to pounce on them. From one-man online operations to brick-and-mortar strategies, we cover it all. So whether it's your first million followers or dollars, start getting inspired with My First Million wherever you get your podcasts. I, I want to ask you about Alan Dillon because he was also... Lynch said, let, let me just say this one last thing. Lynch was absolutely clear on this, the acting director general. He said, look, the acting interim director general. He said, look, the substantive contract would not have been signed by Noel Kelly and Mr. Tuberty without the additional commercial agreement, the side agreement, which was secret. And the 75,000 euro for year two and three of the contract were pursued by Noel Kelly, despite them knowing that there was no Reynolds contract in place. You know, that is a very serious allegation. And the evidence appears overwhelmingly to support that allegation, the paper trail. And I think that although it's been messy in parts, and some, I mean, like, I heard, <laughs> heard the Healy Rays were up shaking hands with somebody outside. And <laughs> oh my God, fuck me, silly hers. But, you know, they have done a service for the nation because this stuff, and we do know that there's a whistleblower who's been writing in the Sunday Independent saying, look, 50 million has gone through these black offshore accounts uh, since around 2011. So we do know this is the tip of the iceberg. But I mean, there were some very striking examples of, you know, stretching credibility way, way beyond its breaking point. I mean, James O'Connor, TD, who I could not believe when I looked up, was only 26 years old. Mm. And James, uh, 
asked a very pointed question of Mr. Tuberty and also of of Noel Kelly. Um, should I say Noel Kelly slash RTE? And he asked Ryan, when were you notified of the audit queries in relation to serious irregularities in the invoicing and payment of this these two 75,000 amounts? And he said, I was not made aware of them until the 26th of June, 2023. Okay? And he said, Mr. Kelly, can I ask you the same question? And Noel Kelly said, I became aware of them. I was contacted and told about them in May. Okay? And he didn't immediately get on the blower to his prized client and say, Ryan, the shit is hitting the fan. We better fucking brace ourselves here. No. No, he didn't. He waited for over a month. It doesn't appear that he told his, his prized client this at all. In fact, Ryan found it out elsewhere. He was absolutely horrified to find that out. I'm in a, an inquest at the moment. And the barristers, all of the legal teams there, thought that was hilarious. Hmm. You know. Because... I mean, how could that possibly be right? Hmm. I mean, it, it, it cannot possibly be right. It does not bear reasonable scrutiny. That he wouldn't have immediately picked up, knowing what was going on, knowing about the underwriting, the secret deal, this UK company. If it was all above board... Why did Noel Kelly, now there are a million questions, this isn't the only one. If it was all above board, why did he route it through a separate company, not Noel Kelly Management, which always paid Tuberty in the past? Why did he route it through a separate company called CMS? If it was all above board. Maybe he just delayed because he thought Ryan was getting ready for those road shows and he didn't want to interrupt him in the creative yeah. process. He's got six road shows still yeah. to do. Yeah, and you know, would it just be typical of 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 the Ireland we live in if if Ryan were returned and over the next while everything, you know, well everything would return to normal now because it's all been it's all been outed, and you know all these things are circular. But you see, I but, don't think. But, but again, but RT is and make no mistake about this. I mean, I'm in contact with good friends of mine, you know, who were in crews in RT when I was there for that 20-year period and all that. And they text me and we text back and forth, etc. It is a cesspit. And they are delighted that this is all coming to light. You know, because we know how they've been treated. Condescending, but, arrogant treatment. You take your pay cuts. We'll do zero-hour contracts. We'll do a pretense. We'll do a bogus, a bogus self-employment. You know, bogus freelance contractors. We'll do all of these murky deals, you know, uh, but, but at the top level, at the top level, we will prosper inside this golden circle. But, but you see, it, do, it does actually, you see, I think it goes beyond it. I don't think it really matters whether Ryan Tuberty goes back in the radio or not. I think that's kind of irrelevant because the bigger question that this issue brings up is what become what RTE becomes and how, how it has to evolve probably into uh, a public service broadcaster. And you, it's clear in a country like Ireland, you can't, you know, there clearly there are models where it happens, but I don't think it, it works here that you can have, certainly to the extent that they've had with this sponsorship. Like I thought it was interesting when the uh, somebody from commercial, I think it was head of commercial compliance, um, Connor Mullen, appeared before the uh, before the before the public accounts committee 
and was asked about why there was editorial people on their internal sponsorship um, committee. And he said, he said, he, uh, he said that, he said that it was very important. It is absolutely essential that there are editorial people there because they have, they have a say in terms of saying, is this suitable? Now, Again, when you talk about, it's a very small example, but when you talk about people being asleep at, a, at the wheel or maybe not having the, the real, and again, this is, this is true of lots of organizations, that real conviction that if they actually raise any doubts, they'll be listened to. That, that could be well be it, because we talked about this. Paddy Power sponsoring fo- the Irish football coverage on RTE. And this isn't about, again, all the, these things happening and diminishing important brands, for want of a better word, crucial brands that are actually culturally important in Ireland without yeah. sounding too pompous. Things like the GA, for example. Yeah. That's, been, that's been hived off, put behind a paywall. The vast well, majority of you just bear with me. We say yeah. put behind a paywall. Because again, the emphasis moves away from the people and it's, it's no longer a public service broadcaster. And what it is, is it's a small cartel. But it's, and, it's, and the thing that's important is the sustaining of their very high salaries, you know, the sustaining of their lifestyles, you know, and everything else beyond that is secondary. It's a bonus. But also, it's a bonus but, if that works it well. And it also means that editorially, you're listening to the same voices all the time. But all They're controlling the agenda all of but the time. But the GA Go thing is interesting because of that as well, because I think it also shows how you get blinded, because Declan McBennett talked at another committee about GA Go and said that the profits that RTE make from GA Go goes into, <laughs> goes into, um, Bid buying broadcasting rights for RTE, increasing so, RTE's monopoly power. But 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 so this absurd position where to, for GEA Go to grow, you will then get more more games on on GEA Go to increase the subscriber base, which will then go to getting more games on onto RTE, and it, the tension in that doesn't make any sense and it actually the people the people of Ireland are irrelevant. It doesn't make any difference. I mean, like for example. The, the, some of the evidence that came out I thought about Diego was shocking that the average audience the average paying audience for a Diego game is around about 1500 people I think it was the got, lowest wasn't they, it no no and that they got their highest one was Tyrone Kerry obviously mm. which probably what six seven hundred thousand people would have watched otherwise yeah. they got 140,000 subscribers mm. but that's ka-ching that's ka-ching 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 as far as they're concerned you know but it but it but the 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 tension in this, it goes every way because I would actually also wonder how you can be, uh, and they're, 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 they're there by virtue of their employment in RTE, like Dyke McBennett made it clear that he hadn't received a penny as a director. I don't think that was a serious uh, uh, well, accusation. No one, no one, was, no one uh, was suggesting that. But the point is... But if you typify the condescending arrogance... But, but let me just finish because like, uh, if, if, if you're a director of GEA Go... How are you doing the best for GA Go? Let's put this, this GA Go as a separate company. Yeah. If you're saying, well, actually, all our money is going to go to helping RTE buy rights. You know, if you're involved in overseeing the operation of GA Go, you should be saying, we want to build this up as powerfully as we can. It's the essential corruption of RTE as a whole. But because, yeah. because GA Go only illustrates, as we've seen through these hearings, what's happening in RTE itself and what we all know is happening. That on the one hand, you've got you know, this idea of a public service broadcaster 
which is supposed to operate for the benefit of the community, but on the other hand, it's hopelessly compromised by its commercial its yeah. sort of ra- ravages. Yeah, and they- say, okay, look, what we're going to do is we're going to concentrate in the commercial division. There might be a few crumbs go out to public service broadcasting. TG4 are doing a great fucking job. Leave it up to TG4, you know. We don't have to begin to do that. We can be doing repeats of Heartbeat or whatever fucking crap that's on. You know, we'll do the odd show. We'll do Dancing with the Stars. We'll get all Noel Kelly's people in t- for Dancing with the Stars. We'll pay them all a nice fee. We'll fire on some Dermot Bannon repeats. But the other thing I want to it's say... All, it's all become so depressing. But the defence Declan McBennett makes of the... Uh, you know, and he says it doesn't stand up to scrutiny, this idea that RT's public service broadcasting remit is being chale- is being undermined by GEA Go. And the... the, the how does, the, that, how does that make any well, sense? Well, what he says is, I'll give you, I'll tell you what he says. He 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 explains how much more sport RTE show now than they did four years ago or a number of years ago. So he said six hundred hours in twenty eighteen or twenty nineteen, and now it's a thousand hours. Real. Now that is most of the Munster hurling championship. But, but let me finish was behind it. Behind a paywall. Yeah. But that is like a, one, of our, I, one of I'm the jewels make, in Irish life. <laughs> yeah, I the the point about that is that that is actually irrelevant. You may as well say that we have a lot more. We show a lot more television now than we did in 1961 when RTE was formed. Or, you know, would RTE say that if they increase their current affairs outfit, RTE have no breakfast television, for example, in the summertime, primetime is on one, one night a week, maybe two nights a week. If they actually increase that content, if they said, right, we're putting primetime out five nights a week uh, for 12 months a year, would they then be able to say, well, actually, we're now going to put other current affairs programs out behind a paywall? No, that's what you do as a public service broadcaster. That is, as Roy Keane would say, your job. That's that your job is to do this and your job is to expand. Everyone has expanded in their sporting cover. You might as well point to how you had one channel in 1961 and say, look at what we are now. Yeah, I agree like, totally. So that is an, isn't an I've argument. Rarely, I've rarely seen you so animated in this studio. Yeah. Well, you know, I've, I've decided... He's waving his arms about like Noel Kelly, but at least you're looking at me. You've got eye contact. I don't, yeah. You know, there are 21 signs of liar in a man. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I mean, like, typical of the sort of cavalier approach to money, you know, never mind the truth. So we saw Brito Keith coming in and everyone saying, well, there's a breath of fresh air. She's telling the truth. Here, we Dion, won't be seeing her Dion, again. Somebody, said, somebody t- tweeted me and said, I can't believe it. I said, welcome to my world. You know, human beings are, I suppose, we're all fundamentally dishonest uh, to a greater or lesser degree. But Brita, Brita turns out one of the facts that emerged uh, in the most recent hearing or, sli- or slightly before that when the documentation was, was, was uh, served Brita got a voluntary redundancy package worth €500,000 in March 2020, even though her role was not being made redundant. She's in a new job now. You know, and is it any wonder after a rousing first day at the pack she was too unwell to attend? RTE's top brass were asked on Thursday, did you know about this voluntary exit package worth 500000 for Brita O'Keefe? And they said they didn't know about it at all. RT did not know about that. So only two people were present. So, it was so, herself and D Forbes, according to yeah. uh, the evidence given by the new CFO. That's D who told who told um, Collins that um, that the seventy five thousand fees were for consultancy services provided by Noel Kelly Management during COVID. 
<laughs> I mean, it's just say anything, you know. But that's it, and that's yeah. again that is. Well, that's why he sort of, you know, I'd say I, I did enjoy Imelda Munster, you know, because she was a bit like the skeptical mother. In the morning, you know, at four o'clock in the morning when you arrive home, <laughs> somewhat the worst for wear. <laughs> try trying to sneak try, upstairs. Like, oh try, no, try the lights to, on. Tried to lie. Tried to lie your way out of it. You know, <laughs> I mean, the other thing that 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 Kelly and Tumberney did was they they talked without answering. You know, and eventually, I don't know, the Cahirlach said to Kelly, like, can you please stop delaying your answers? Because they were running down the clock, you know. And, you know, he got so irritated eventually with Tuberty that the Cahirlach said, you know, he showed his irritation. And Tuberty said, I should have been more inquisitive about these things. You know, and I, I think it's, it's all it's all very, very, very tawdry and the next step's got to be and Garda, Shiachana, you know do they have the balls for this? You know do RT at the highest level of too many strong political connections? Does that make them untouchable? Is this like Boris Johnson and the Tory party? It will be interesting to see in circumstances where the basic constituents of offences of money laundering and fraud appear to be made out whether or not the guards will now do their job. And, uh, you know, some hearts may be broken in little tiny pieces, but this is the risk you take if you get p secret payments from unknown companies channeled through accounts that they've never been channeled through before with no names on the invoices and uh, fictional events that are never going to have to be done. He should have been more inquisitive, but nobody's perfect. You've been listening no, to competition State. time. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Can we not do one more competition time? Okay. Thanks for listening, everyone. Thank you.
Reynolds, Renault. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. If you're a Shark Tank fan or business junkie, check out the podcast Another Bites. Each week, Another Bite breaks down the biggest success stories and most disastrous failures to come out of Shark Tank. The hosts break down each company's pitch, analyze the deals that were or weren't made, and answer the million-dollar question, are they still a company? Whether you're an entrepreneur looking for tips or a Shark Tank fan that just wants to relive the drama, Another Bite's your deep dive into the world of Shark Tank. Just search for Another Bite in your favorite podcast app, like the one you're listening to right now.